we are live. What is up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sipes. I'm your host, Natalia, and this is a podcast. This is a podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast that airs every Friday. Airs? Is that the right word I want to use? I don't know if airs means it goes live, but then I could also say it goes live because... It does go live on Friday, but you're not listening to this live. Like, I'm not talking to you right this second, and you're hearing it right this second. I'm talking right this second, and you're hearing it. Well, huh, that's actually kind of like a... I don't want to say an illusion, but... Because you are listening to it at this second. But I'm not recording it. But I'm recording it at this second. But the moment that you're listening to this is a completely different second than the moment I'm recording this. But when you're hearing my, me say this, you're hearing it. Okay, I don't know what that's called. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, this is a podcast. This is a podcast where mainly we talk about self-realization first and foremost. That is the most important thing on this podcast and how to attain that self-realization now self-realization we define as the realization of that the self is actually one with everything else at a very fundamental level and yeah, I think that's what self-realization is. I mean, it's realizing that the self really isn't the self? Huh. Huh. <laughs> so these are the things that we talk about. We also talk about personal development, spiritual growth, esoteric knowledge, conspiracy theories, law of attraction, manifestation, becoming our greatest versions, and anything and everything spiritual in and out of this world. And a bunch of other stuff to help you realize your truest potential, your truest nature, which is that fundamental essence of reality, of everything. And I, I, who am I? I am your guide on this journey. You may have already started your journey or you have just started, but I am here to help you. I'm here to provide you with perspectives and theories and ideas and ways of seeing things to help broaden your mind to seeing that sacredness that lies within everything. To see that there is something beyond what meets the eye. And that this reality is pretty freaking trippy. And I have a trippy episode for you guys. Today, we are talking about mushrooms. And are they from space? Are they aliens? What, what is this? What am I even talking about? Well, we'll get it right into that after, 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 after this lovely intro. So, <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome. This is Third Eye Sifes, baby. Third Eye Sifes. Third Eye Sifes. right we are back we are back and this is a podcast and welcome my name is natalia thank you for joining me on on the 
this journey. Thank you for lending me about an hour of your time to talk about something really trippy. <laughs> I I have thought about um, I've thought about this for a while now. Not intensely. It's not like every day I wake up and I'm thinking about mushrooms. But it is something that comes to my mind very frequently. I don't want to say daily, maybe every other day. Um, I don't know if that's too many times to think about mushrooms, but <laughs> it's a it's a concept for me. So, either way, it's it's a little it's a little cool episode today, guys. We're gonna be talking about a little theory, okay? And maybe you guys have some more information that I don't. And after this episode, I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this. So please reach out to me. I will give you all the ways to reach out to me after. So stay tuned for that. And first and foremost, to start off this episode, we love to do weekly card readings. So getting right into it, today's card that I pulled, I pulled from actually, I actually pulled from this card deck for the first time. And it's called Territorial. So my aunt got me these. It's they're tarot cards, but they're instructional tarot cards. So they're sort of like training tarot cards. So I'm studying tarot. And these cards, it's a full tarot deck, but instead of just the the name of like the design of the card and then what it is. So like if you're familiar with tarot, there's um I was about to say ace of spades. Oh my god. There's a uh, like Five of Swords, Four of Swords, Three of Coins, Two Cups, things like that. They were originally playing cards, but it sort of developed into some fortune-telling thing over the years. But either way, if that that's kind of like what what the um, what tarot is, and then you kind of would recognize the traditional tarot cards. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what they're called. I think it's just called, like, something tarot. I don't know. Either way, they look really... Not Celtic, like medieval, in a way. Anyways, so... I'm studying tarot, and this training tarot deck... It's a full tarot deck, but instead of just the the design of the card, it gives you a description of what the card is. The elements, the planets that it rules, and then the reversed... Uh, meaning for it so it's basically like a tarot deck but it's a training tarot deck but you can still use it for readings so that is actually what I used to do today's card pull so the card that we pulled is the temperance card and I actually pulled this I'm familiar with this card I pulled this card myself actually the first week that I started pulling from these cards and I don't know if you guys listen regularly there was an episode that I mentioned Um, that I had been pulling cards a lot during the week and I kept getting a lot of messages pertaining to harmony and balance and especially fire element. So that was one of the cards that I had pulled. So we pulled this card again. Now, if you know that I do monthly card readings on my IGTV and I also mentioned it in last week's episode as well, I believe... There's a lot of fire energy happening this month of July, so I'm not surprised that we pulled a fire element card, just because that's sort of what we've been 
pulling all this month. And that's a common theme. I wonder if it'll carry over into next month. But I know that we're moving into... Well, we actually just moved into Leo season yesterday, I believe. And so there might be a switch of energy there. So, anyways, we pulled the Temperance card. So the Temperance card is in the Major Arcana. And it represents harmony, moderation, patience alchemy balance temperance is all about balance and the harmony of duality this card shows an angel with one foot on dry land and the other dipping into a body of water this is symbolic of the unity between material and spiritual realms okay so this card is basically showing you harmony balance within two different elements, two opposing elements, right? So material and spiritual in this point. So this card says to avoid extremes in any direction, taking the middle road in decision making. So this is the middle path, the middle way. In all things, try to bring about a balance. Go forward with patience and test the waters carefully before jumping, jumping, oh my gosh, jumping into suddenly. Be sure to examine your priorities carefully. So this is all about avoiding extremes. Being the person, the magician outside of the pendulum swing, the alchemist, right? So the pendulum is going to swing back and forth, right? This is the law of rhythm let's double check on that guys if you don't if you haven't already listen to the hermetic principles episode i think it is season i believe it's still season one episode 17 i'll double check on that as well but let me just confirm the law of rhythm yes the law of rhythm that the energy in the universe is like a pendulum. Whenever something swings to the right, it must swing to the left. Yes, this is the law of rhythm. Look at me knowing my hermetic principles. <laughs> okay, so now let me double check on that episode for you people of Earth. Maybe some aliens are listening to this. Man, aliens, if you're listening to this, please just come already. I'm so serious. I know... I don't know, this might be like a broadcast. Imagine, okay, I just put this as a, as a thing, and it actually will become a thing now that I'm saying it, because every rea there's a, pos a reality for every possibility. So now that I'm creating it to be a possibility, it turned into a reality where it actually did happen. So, <laughs> listen to this. Imagine that this podcast specifically, not any other podcast, like only this, only this podcast is broadcasted all throughout space not by like earth or whatever like the aliens actually like the podcast like they came across it or something and then they're like dude this this, this podcast is super sick and then they just broadcast it all over space for like all the aliens to hear so all the like every alien just listens to this <laughs> um every friday or whatever day of the week it is for them or even if they have days of the week i don't know maybe they've decided not to construct themselves to time who knows who knows but that'd be pretty cool so i don't know that was just a, a thing to put in your mind but now it's a reality so now there's actually a reality where this podcast is broadcasted all throughout space to the aliens so what up aliens okay 
<laughs> so it's actually episode 13, The Hermetic Principles. This was actually a really popular episode. Now, if you do not know about The Hermetic Principles, I say check out this episode. It's season one, episode 13. Grab a notebook and pen and get it all down, guys. So where was I going with that? Yes, being the being above the pendulum swing, being not pushed back and forth by this law of rhythm, but being able to be the observer of it and step back. So that is being in balance, being in balance in the harmony of duality. Now, it could be material and spiritual for you, but it doesn't always have to be that. It could be a balance between work and play, right? Maybe you're so busy, 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 you need to counteract that and balance it out with play, relax time, do whatever that you want to do that is not work at all. So this is why this card says to be sure to examine your priorities carefully. Don't take everything all at once. Balance. Take your time. Figure out what is on one side of the spectrum and what is on the other and where can you find that balance. So in decision making, it says go forward with patience and test the waters carefully before jumping in too suddenly. So this is, if we see a situation, it's all action. Remember, this is fire element. We're, we're doing, 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 right? It's all action. You want to keep going, right? But in certain situations, in decision-making and in going into new things, you need to observe it before you even jump right into it. Yes, you may be on this roll and this flow and this fire, and you're like, okay, come on, let's just do it. But that is irrational, and you're not... You're not stepping out of that pendulum swing. You're just moving forward, forward, forward. And you're not stepping back and seeing the situation for what it is and thinking rationally. So try taking that middle road when decision making. Think about it. Sit on it. Bring in that balance. So the planet that this rules is Jupiter. And Jupiter, Jupiter is all about change, I believe. Hold on. I'm not really a astrology person. Let's double check on that because I know my Jupiter rules what? <laughs> Governs long distance and foreign travel, big business and wealth, higher education, religion, and law. It is also associated with the urge for freedom and exploration as well as gambling and merrymaking. So it does have a lot to do with change. It has a lot to do with luck as well. Luck and wealth. And especially spiritual growth. And mental growth. Optimism. So. The Jupiter ruling this card. This temperance card, right? It's that luck. The growth and spiritual expansion. Abundance. But in temperance, it's bringing that balance into that, right? The sign that this rules is Sagittarius. Sagittarius is an air sign, I believe. <laughs> uh, I like to say I believe because I really don't know. But Sagittarius, the ruler of Sagittarius is Jupiter. So the element of Sagittarius is a fire element. And yes, its ruling planet is Jupiter. And the characteristics of Sagittarius is independence, idealism, education, free spirit, right? So it's, I'm, this sounds definitely, oh, but, oh no, it doesn't, 
What did I just say? I just said an air element to fire element. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. It says it right there, fire element, and I'm here thinking air element. It actually sounds, you know, honestly, I would think a Sagittarius is a air element, but I was thinking Aquarius. My apologies. Either way. And then you would think Aquarius is a water element because aqua, no, no. Okay. So yes, what, with all of this fire happening, just remember to bring balance into your life, guys. Whether it be work and play, spiritual or material. Um, I don't know anything else that would be. You can find dualities all throughout your life, okay? So just point out the duality that's happening or the main thing that this is pointing to in your life and try to find that middle way, that, that balance. Okay. So, that is the card for this week. So, just keeping that in mind, guys, we are still in July. We're almost done. Don't worry. Um, it actually went by pretty fast. I don't even know why I'm saying that. But maybe for you, it's been freaking long. So, but either way, it's just, like, all is now. All is now, guys. The months are, the months are just passing, and there are ways for us to keep track of things for some reason. I don't know why we have to... Well, I think, I think it's just easier for us to keep track of time like time I guess yeah I think it is I mean imagine if we didn't construct to time like how unorganized would we be I think we would be a little or unorganized I mean maybe we would find a way but then even back then when we didn't have like one o'clock two o'clock there were still calendars like the Mayan calendar there was, like, a year thing. And then they would track the sun where it was. Like, why did they need to do that? They need to do that for crops, right? To know when to water the crops, when not to water the crops. Like, everything would kind of just be a little in the air if we didn't have that perception of time. And that's sort of the thing that grounds us to this physical reality is that concept of time. It's very physical very 3d okay so that was the card reading for this week i hope that it brings a little bit of guidance for you just keep it in mind guys i mean it's it's just a little reminder bringing harmony moderation patience alchemy and balance it is alchemy really being above that pendulum swing so just keep it in mind whatever's happening in your life right now remember to bring balance into it next uh, a few announcements, guys. I... Blah, blah, blah. Well, let's start off with this one. I recently was just... I, I just guest... Guest starred? I don't... I, that's not what I want to say. I sound like a freaking Disney Channel character if I say that. Uh, guest... Guest spoke? Yeah, I guess so. I, I featured... Or... Yeah, I guess I featured or guest starred. I don't freaking know. On... Lynn, the Voice of Dreamers podcast. I believe that's what the podcast is called. Her name is Lynn, the Voice of Dreamers, and she has a podcast. Let me double check to make sure that's actually the name of the podcast. Yes, the podcast is just called Lynn, the Voice of Dreamers, and you could find it. She also uh, streams from Anchor, so you can find the podcast on everywhere you can find mine podcast. Except my website, because you can only find my podcast on, well, my website. So the podcast is called Lynn, L-Y-N, The Voice of Dreamers, and it is the most recent episode. It's about 40 minutes, and it's called Dreamer Discussions with Writings of Natalia. And 
man. It's a pretty cool episode. You guys should check it out. A freaking man. You don't even know. Literally, this is how you know the energy is high. And things, things like this only happen when there's too much energy happening. And this would usually happen, happen with me and my best friend at the time. Every time we were together or we would... No, wait, hold on. I don't know if this is still recording. Oh my gosh, what the heck? My freaking computer almost just shut down. I don't know what the heck was that. It was about to like update or something. Man, I would have flipped. Shush. <laughs> okay. So anyways, uh, usually like crazy things would happen when me and my friend would get together because like the energy was so high. Like we were both on the spiritual path. Like it was just weird coincidences that made me figure that, oh, it's because the energy is too high or something like that. So literally right before she called me to record the podcast, like within two minutes before her calling me, a freaking major car crash happens in front of my balcony, guys. Like literally right in front of my balcony. Oh, it wasn't terrible. Like, it sh like there was freaking lives lost or anything, like nothing like that. But it was pretty bad, and the guy was, like, flipping out, like, screaming. It was this whole situation. And then she literally calls me. I was like, you don't even know what the hell just happened. And then midway of the podcast, while we were recording, something happened where it just stopped. And then, like, I don't know, we had to kind of join back in the call. And then it kind of just ended from there. Like, we were just like, okay, whatever. But so you'll kind of notice that if you listen to it towards the end towards the last three minutes it kind of cuts off and then we're just like man that that was crazy and then it just it just ends we just end it there so either way it's a super cool episode you guys should check it out you should check her out she's super sick um she actually i i'm in her uh like dreamer community so she's a personal one-on-one -on -one mentor and she helps people move forward in their business especially creatives and spiritual entrepreneurs to help them in their business and keep going and expand themselves, right? So she has this online membership and it involves a chat. She posts, she posts content on it and a bunch of other stuff. And I'm part of that community. So I have the delight of being able to be a part of that and see all of that happen. But either way, I was on her podcast and we kind of talk about, you know, my business, the writings of Natalia, how I got into it, um, some spiritual experiences that I've had. And yeah, just check it out, guys. Not too long, 40 minutes. And she's actually, I have a call with her next week and she will be on this podcast next month. I wish I could have got it done this month, but there's too much stuff. I wanted to get a guest on this month, but it's we're already towards the end of the month, guys. So first month, we start off with no guests. But I'm aiming to have one guest every month on the podcast. So she will be on the podcast next month. And that, well, that one should be pretty cool, too. So we'll see what happens. So that's number one announcement is that I featured on that podcast. So if you guys want to check it out, check it out. It's Lynn, L-Y-N the voice of dreamers and you can find it on spotify you can find it on anchor you can find it on i'm pretty sure google podcast apple podcast wherever you're listening to this i'm sure you can find the podcast another thing um that i'm going to be doing i don't really know if this is an announcement but i i've been sort of thinking it over 
and I'm gonna start a video diary. I'm considering putting it on YouTube, but I'm thinking about just adding it directly to my website. And it's going to be in, what section should I throw it in, guys? Let's look at my website. Maybe the explore, I don't really wanna put it in explore. Let's see. Listen, maybe listen. I don't wanna put it in thrive, cause it's not really gonna help you thrive unless I start ranting about something. Maybe listen. Maybe listen and explore. Let's see what's in listen. Podcast, audio playlist, sounds, music. Maybe, maybe it won't be a video. Maybe it'll be audio. I don't know, if it's just audio, I don't know, I'll post updates on that, but I am gonna start doing a video diary. And it's just gonna be me kind of talking about what I've been thinking about lately, things on my journey and mostly just inner thoughts that I have. It's gonna be a, basically a diary. Not like, oh, today I went to work and blah, blah, blah. Like nothing freaking boring like that. I mean, it might be boring for you, but it's mostly gonna be inner thoughts that I have while being on this path and this journey. Not really contemplating theories and things like that, like I would on maybe my YouTube or something like that. Nothing that, that'll be up for philosophical debate or discussion, more just like personal thoughts and feelings that I have towards things in life. So that's another thing if you guys may are interested in that, then keep your ears and eyes open for for that if you don't already follow me on instagram my instagram is natalia of earth and my business instagram is the writings of natalia so that that was it i don't think i have anything else to to announce i got a bike guys i'm super excited i'm gonna hook it up hook it up oh my gosh um now I'm a bike person. I'm gonna hold off on skating at least for a little bit until my knees freaking heal. I skinned my knees so many times already. I'm so tired of it. Even though I love skating, I just, I gotta do yoga, man, and it's stopping me. And I honestly, I don't wanna say I love doing yoga more than I love skating. I wanna say I love them equally. But I love them equally enough to not put one over the other. Like, I'm not going to risk my yoga practice because I keep getting hurt while skating. And it's not even like... I'm just skating for transportation. It's not even like I'm even having fun. I mean, like, I do have fun when I skate. Because I, the, literally, and I think this all the time, skating is the closest I've ever felt to liberation. Because there's certain points where it's just mindlessness and you're just skating and you feel free and there's nothing holding you back and it's the most liberating feeling ever. And I love it. I love it so much deeply in my heart. And I love yoga so much deeply in my heart. So it's just a balance, guys. So I'm, I'm bringing in that balance into my life by pausing the skating for a little bit, at least so I can deepen my practice. Because it's like, anytime I get to the point where I'm about to deepen my yoga practice, something happens, like I get injured, or something happens that literally stops me to the point where I, I get set back in my practice. Now, I don't know if this is on purpose or something by the universe, universe, 
cut it out. No, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm just gonna. I'm just try to get back up there again. So. Anyways, that that wasn't even an announcement. It was something personal I wanted to share. So getting into this episode, guys. Thank you so much for freaking joining me on this topic. Okay, so let me first talk about how I got. I'm getting all excited. Actually, let me grab water. Guys, drink a sip of water right now. Please stay hydrated. It's summer. We need water. Okay, I have the water, and now I'm going to drink it. You need, like, a whole description. You want the sounds, too, guys? No, here's, here's some waiting music while you drink your water. It's so funny because before the, the episode started, I thought I should grab water. And then I didn't. <laughs> then we would have avoided that entire situation just now. But it was actually good that we had that situation because I'm sure at least one of you drank water, which is good. So keep, keep drinking water, guys. So let me tell you how I first came across this situation. Well, okay. Mushrooms have always been a thing in my life for some reason. Like a strong thing, like a strong presence in my life. Now, my theory, the the main theory of us talking of us talking about this topic is that mushrooms are aliens, okay? And I'm going to bring some concepts, some ideas and and things to you and then you kind of come to this conclusion for yourself. Now, I don't have too many physical <laughs> evidences for this too much physical evidence for this but I'm just gonna throw some things at you and then first I'm gonna talk to you about how I kind of came to this conclusion so mushrooms have always had a strong presence in my life I do not know why I've always loved to eat them since I was younger and I remember my mom just saying oh yeah she loves mushrooms like I would eat them raw I just loved mushrooms so much and when I would see mushrooms as a kid outside, like just mushrooms growing, I would always be like, oh my gosh, mushrooms, blah, blah, blah. And I would always freak out like I loved mushrooms. And then I had this little phase where every time I saw a mushroom, I had to kick it. So every time I see a mushroom, I would just kick it and destroy the entire mushroom because I loved them so much for some reason. Like that was my way of expressing my love for them for some reason, like destroying them. I don't know why, but... I would always do that. Every time I see a mushroom, I'd have to kick it and destroy it. So, I, I don't know. I just always had this thing, this fascination with mushrooms. I always loved them. And then, I don't know what happened. I think I can't, I, I, getting older, years past, whatever, I learned about psilocybin mushrooms or magic mushrooms. And I think maybe a, the thought had occurred to me like psilocybin mushroom there's mushrooms that can like make you see this was before i even ate mushrooms and i was like whoa like that's weird it can make you trippy like that's pretty cool and then i don't nothing really clicked then but something kind of curiosity rose in my mind like okay like i've like i've always thought mushrooms were a little weird 
and now there's there's these mushrooms not now like they were just ex- explored but like i just explore, realized them that this existed um it was kind of just like huh that's interesting right so then i don't know I don't really know little things that happened that kind of brought me further into this conclusion. But then, but then, oh, I think, and then I eventually learned a little bit about mushrooms and how if you're in a single area, then you see a mushroom, that that mushroom is literally communicating with all the other mushrooms that are possibly around that entire area. So then I saw, I sort of saw it as like a little community of mushrooms networking with each other. That started springing up some curiosity in me, like, oh, they're like communicating with each other. But I still didn't really think anything of it, but I thought it was really weird and I saw them as pretty strange at this point. And then, and then, I learned about this doctor. Now, I don't know what his name... Somebody told me about this. I don't know if... No, somebody... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm missing. I'm skipping a major point here. So, a few years ago, when I first moved to California, I worked at a juice bar. Now, another person that worked at this juice bar was a person who was obsessed with mushrooms. Like, she went mushroom hunting and collecting. Like, she would go in the forest. She would travel far to collect certain mushrooms. She studied mushrooms. She knew exactly which mushroom was which. She wrote, like, she has, like, a whole mushroom diary. Like, she would draw sketches of them and, like, all the qualities, if they're poisonous, what, blah, blah, blah. Like, obsessed with mushrooms. And she made a zine about mushrooms and this was sort of when I started getting into the zine scene and, and I learned what zines were and I was obsessed with zines at this point point. and she made a zine and we had a store copy so when you were just sitting doing nothing you could read the zine and it was about mushrooms and in the zine I don't remember everything that was in the zine but I remember the first thing was like did you know mushrooms come from space and then she mentioned how I, I don't know exactly what it said And I couldn't really find anything online that said this, but maybe I didn't search the right things. But that it, there was a meteor that, I think this might have been a theory. I think she was writing about a theory. I'm not too sure. I really don't remember. But that a meteor came and hit and there, there were, there was fungus on the, on the meteor or something. And then that's how mushrooms traveled from space, something like that. And I think she mentioned something about them being aliens or something. And then after me reading that, I was like, what? That's so trippy. But then, like, this is just the evolution of things clicking. This is usually how things work, especially topics like these. And this is why I feel like mushrooms are aliens, because the the, the way that this information is coming into my life it seems like it's leading to a great realization. So, so then at that point I was just like, wait, what? Mushrooms are from space, what? But I still didn't do any research on my own into this. I was just like, okay, mushrooms are from space. That's pretty weird, this is trippy. I always kind of knew there was something up with mushrooms. So then I didn't really think too much about it, but it was still something in the back of my mind. 
then I don't know who I heard this from, where I heard this from, but that there was a doctor who got a PhD in the study of mushrooms, which I've recently learned is called mycology. And this doctor, I couldn't find who the heck he was online. I tried looking it up last night, couldn't find anything. I don't know if we're going to talk about Terrence McKenna in a few, but I don't know if the person, wherever I was hearing this from, because the person that I heard it from, I'm pretty sure I heard it by ear. The person that told me didn't know the name of the doctor. So they just told me that there was this doctor and that he had a PhD in the study of, of mushrooms and that he came to the realization that humans actually evolved from mushrooms. Now this does sound like Terrence McKenna's theory but a little different. Now, I don't know if the person who told me was actually referring to Terrence McKenna and his theory, or if this is a completely different doctor and is actually talking about the physical evolution of a human coming from a mushroom. So when somebody told me this, I was like, okay, wait, what? So now, <laughs> so then in my head, I'm just like, we came from mushrooms. And then I put together, wait, mushrooms came from space. We came from space. I like, didn't, we've already realized this everything just sort of kind of started pulling together and then I just realized that mushrooms were from mushrooms were aliens and then I kind of pulled in the idea that mushrooms were communicating with each other in this area and they're communicating like they're talking to each other communicating with each other for what reason and I don't know everything just all of that just started clicking for me and then I just, I didn't, okay, and then this also, in Ayurveda diet, mushrooms are rajasic. So they're not tamasic to the point where they are, you shouldn't be eating them at all. And they're very like preservative, things like that. Those are usually um, tamasic foods. And then sattvic foods are pure foods, so they're like raw vegetables, raw fruit, um, very high energy potent foods. And then there's rajasic, which lays in the middle. And things like onions and garlic are also labeled as rajasic. I mean, oh, I'm so sorry, tamasic, oh my gosh. I am so confusing it. I com completely ignore what I said. They are tamasic. Rajasic are, is the ones that is, um, like, preservatives, super salty, bitter, spicy, pungent, greasy, like, very low-energy foods. So, tamasic. Tamasic is that middle ground. So tamasic foods, that mushrooms are tamasic, okay? Tamasic foods increase inertia, confusion, and inner darkness. Now you can consume tamasic to balance excess, excess rajas, or if you have a lot of rajas energy, right? So an imbalance through activity and food can lead to depression, aggression, and suffering. Now I'm not gonna go into Ayurveda and eating and all of that. But tamasic foods also promote rest, sleepiness, and stillness. So it's not that you should avoid tamasic foods. It's just that if you're trying to have energy, 
Tomasic foods kind of make you sleepy and still and stagnant, but they also increase um, negative thoughts in the mind at the same time. So... I don't know. Mushrooms... So then... I, in Ayurveda or in like if you're trying to eat a good diet you try to avoid rajasic and tamasic foods it's highly suggested to eat a sattvic diet but that's basically like vegan raw vegan or vegetarian either way so then in Hindu diet it says you shouldn't eat mushrooms so then I'm thinking okay all of this stuff I've already learned about mushrooms and now in Ayurveda and Hinduism, you can't eat mushrooms. And I'm thinking, maybe they don't eat mushrooms because they're little freaking creatures. Then, dun-dun-dun, I learned of Terrence McKenna. And I didn't learn about Terrence McKenna after all of this. I already knew about Terrence McKenna, but I never studied his work, nor at this point have I studied his work. I've only known some points to be able to share these things with you. But I've heard some quotes from Terrence McKenna and knowing Ramdas, Ramdas has history with psilocybin mushrooms. But hearing about Terrence McKenna and Terrence McKenna's theories are great because they tie in alien life to what's happening here. He talks about DMT. He talks about, you know, the freaking the DMT aliens or what do they call the DMT uh gnomes? They're little gnomes that almost everybody sees when they do DMT. I've never done DMT as of now or as of yet, but I hear that there's these, oh, elves, machine elves. He calls them machine elves. There you go. There's these machine elves that everybody sees and that they like form this portal and that you go through the portal and they take you into the portal or something. Like they're, they're these little aliens. So now, okay. And then psilocybin mushrooms, there's DMT in psilocybin mushrooms, guys. So now at this point, it's like, okay, when you eat when you eat the mushroom, okay, now, now I'm talking about psilocybin mushroom, it brings you to another state of consciousness where you can realize that unity between you and everything around you, you realize things beyond regular thought, and it helps you understand that extraterrestrial, that thing that lies outside of the material. And all, and then knowing about mushrooms and having experiences with mushrooms and knowing everything that I knew about scientifically and all that, it just pulled together that they're freaking aliens and they're trying to communicate with us this essence of reality, right? This is why you, when you eat psilocybin mushrooms, you can see the freaking truth. Okay, you see right through everything. You see everything for what it is. And this is insane, guys. The fact that nobody... Is I know a lot of people perceive this as insane, but I need you to realize how insane this actually is, okay? So, let's get in. This is just a little history of how I've kind of come to this conclusion, but let's talk about some things, some facts, and some theories, right? So, mushrooms, they are classified as fungi. Fungi in itself is its own kingdom, okay? It's its own kingdom. And there's not too many things known about this kingdom, okay? Now, fungi, they have a symbiotic relationship with plants, animals, and other fungi. 
okay? Symbiosis, to define that, is a relationship or interaction between two dissimilar organisms. So, for example, um... Two things are, are, are unrelated. I'm gonna use a human and a cat, okay? So, a human, a human is a human, and, well, okay, no, a human and a cat, we're both animals, okay? Let's not use that example. Okay, for example, let's use the clownfish example. Clownfish hang around these little creatures, plant creatures, but they're actually, what are they called? An anemone? An <laughs> you ever watch Nemo where he's like, anemone? Um, let's see, clown, clownfish, anen, anenomy. How do you even, clownfish, anenomy. And then they're, okay, so clownfish, another word for clownfish is anenomy fish. Okay, so anenomy is like these little organism plant things that, hold on, anenomy, it's a flowering plant. But they're each, like, in... They're, like, another creature, okay? It's alive. It's a plant, but it's, like, alive. And sea anemones are the marine predator predatory animals. See, it's, what the f It's an animal? It's in the animal kingdom. See, guys, come on, what the heck is this? But it's a plant at the same time, in a way. But it's in the animal family. Okay, either way. So, clownfish, they swim around this anemone, okay? And they use the anemone. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a freaking... In a cleaning symbiosis, the clownfish feeds on small invertebrates that are other meiosis. The clownfish feeds on small invertebrates that are otherwise potentially harmful to the sea anemone. So there's invertebrates that are potentially harmful to the sea anemone, anemone that the clownfish eats. So it, it eats the, the invertebrate to make sure that it, it's not doing it to make sure it doesn't harm the anemone, but it's just doing it naturally because that's the way the freaking universe works. Everything just helps each other and it's a cycle. Everything is just flowing and interweaving, right? So clownfish feeds on these invertebrates that are potentially harmful for the sea anemone. And then the fecal matter, so the poop of the clownfish provides nutrients for the sea anemone. Then the clownfish is protected from predators by the anemone's stinging cells to which the clownfish is immune, and the clownfish emits a high-pitched sound that deters butterfly fish, which would otherwise eat the anemone. So this is a relationship between this fish and a plant, but the plant is actually an animal, but it's kind of like a plant. It's weird. So it's like a it's kind of like a relationship that goes back and forth. Now, this relationship would be classified mutualistic. Now, I'm not gonna go into the different types of symbiosis. There's three different types, but I'm not... This is not what I'm talking about here. But either way, my point of saying this is that fungi has a symbiotic relationship with plants, animals, and other fungi, meaning it has some sort of relationship and or interaction between another organism. Now, when you look at a mushroom, right, 
and you see like a little colorful thingy it has little spots on it whatever it is depending on the type of mushroom that is only a flower of what is actually happening underground so you don't even know how big the mushroom actually is underneath the only thing that's showing is like this little colorful thingy that the things that i would say i would kick over like that is only a small part of this giant thing that might, may be happening underneath of you so and then this, that that's that network of things that are that are happening underneath so the mushroom most of it could be underground it could take up extremely large spaces and you only see this little flower but maybe there's other little flowers everywhere else that is also connected to the same mushroom they're all connected through these fibers called mycelia okay and it's sort of and they they basically imitate the nerves in our brain the way things and impulses and and electricity shoots through different parts of our brain right different nerves or whatever the hell you call it basically mimics that so mushrooms are more closely related to animals than they are to plants how well first and foremost they breathe oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide guys okay opposed to plants regular plants who do the exact opposite they inhale carbon dioxide and release oxygen so that's why trees are very important because they intake mitt the carbon dioxide this is also a completely perfect example of a symbiotic relationship right also a completely perfect example of a symbiotic relationship right so we are helping the trees by emitting that carbon dioxide well a lot of things emit carbon dioxide but the trees intake that and give oxygen to us to which we intake we need to breathe to survive so that is also a really great um definition of symbiosis or example of symbiosis so mushrooms inhale oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide okay this is a freaking major pointing point to show that mushrooms are freaking aliens okay okay mushrooms are also you eukaryotes okay eukaryotes that means that they have nucleus containing cells they also have a mitochondria okay so their cells if you literally look at one of your cells like one of your cells in a microscope and then you look at a cell of a mushroom you probably wouldn't even be able to tell the difference because it is so almost identical to human cells mushrooms also don't have chlorophyll so it doesn't make it plants have chlorophyll that is what it is need to turn energy into nutrients and food for the plant mushrooms are ultra also electron dense okay and that makes it almost close to a metal okay the surface of a mushroom has like this purple glowy hue right sort of like a metallic hue that deflects uv light this makes it completely capable for space travel that it, it can survive in space okay it's electron dense it's almost like a metal and it deflects uv light and it can survive 
in high vacuum space, which is freaking space. High vacuum, and it can survive in insanely low temperatures. Basically space. Mushrooms can survive in space, guys. So, this is major points that may show that mushrooms come from space, guys. And there was a theory that these spores just traveled over the years into Earth and landed their way onto Earth and started freaking going there. So, a little fun fact, the largest living mushroom on Earth is in Oregon, and it takes up 2,385 acres. And it's super thin. Like, some parts of it only are one cell thin. But it takes up over 2,000 acres of land. Isn't that insane, guys? That's freaking insane. And it's a mushroom, okay? Meaning, all of that, all of that's communicating with each other. It's one being. It's one being that is breathing oxygen. Taking up 2,000 acres. Okay, now we're gonna kind of go into Terrence McKenna. Now, Terrence McKenna. Terrence McKenna was a... What do you call... Let me look up Terrence McKenna real quick. Terrence McKenna. He was an ethnobotanist. Okay, and he talks so much on mushrooms. Now, we're not gonna go too much into Terrence McKenna, but if you're interested, he talks so much on freaking mushrooms, specifically psilocybin mushrooms. And he mentioned about the spores traveling and possibly, okay, so this is what he's saying. So aliens, if there is a civilization out there that is highly more advanced than us, then there is a possibility that they are able to shapeshift, I want to say, or change their form in order to continue with space travel or world exploration or universe exploration, right? So it's possible that there is an alien species that either changed form or the mushroom was already an alien species and it traveled throughout space for further world domination, basically, to colonize other areas of the universe. So this is a theory that he came up with. I don't know if he came up with, but that he mentioned. Okay, a theory that stems from Terrence McKenna's work is called the stoned ape theory. I don't think he called it this. It sort of just became the name of it. But it's the idea that psilocybin mushrooms were the evolutionary catalyst from which language, art, religion, philosophy, science, culture, all of that emerged from. Now, there is a freaking guy... I, man, I didn't even... Who is the... There was a guy who was buried with mushrooms around him. Guy buried with mushrooms. Luke Perry. No, not Luke Perry. What the heck? <sighs> a guy found. I'm going to say guy found. Uh, 
Oh my god, now everything's coming up with this freaking Luke Perry. Okay. Either way, I should have clicked on it when I saw it, but there was this guy. I'm gonna keep clicking back. But anyway, I saw that there was this guy that they found his body. I think it was like mummified or something, but he was found with like mushrooms around. Oh, here we go. Oh, Otsi. Otzi, the 45,000-year-old man who was found frozen in the Tyrol Tyrolean Alps was carrying ornately strung together fungi with him when he died. Okay, he was found frozen 45,000 years ago, and he had strung together as like an ornament mushrooms. Scientists think that these mushrooms were spiritual, but they might have also been medicinal that's freaking crazy okay that's so and then even like when you think back to when you think of like spiritual rituals that they still do in let's say mexico okay lady what's her name maria sabina maria sabina is a freaking shaman who swore by the mushroom, okay? Maria Sabina was a Maztec, was a Maztec Sabia, or curandera, who lived in a town in Sierra Mazateca area of the Mexican state of Oaxaca in southern Mexico. So this is like super, I don't want to say tribal Mexico, but this is like the Aztecs, Mexico, like ancestors ancestry of Mexico, okay? And she had sacred mushroom ceremonies. And these ceremonies were called veladas, which were based on the use of psilocybin mushroom. And she swore by this mushroom. And now, still in that area where she came from, they still have these mushroom ceremonies. Like, they worship the mushroom because it's so sacred. And it's it's crazy like this is actually this is freaking old stuff guys like over the years over the years for centuries they have sworn by the mushroom okay why why <laughs> why are there these creatures on earth that are so similar to humans that can provide us an insight into beyond the material, beyond this physical dimension, that can help us understand our relationship to everything else in the universe, that can help us realize God consciousness. Why? What are they? Right? I feel as if they're here to help us. No? I mean, there are mushrooms that are poisonous. Not that the, the mushroom's main point is to help us. I don't think that. But I think that mushrooms, since there are different species of mushrooms, same with there's, there's species, different species of humans, that there's good and there's freaking bad humans, depending on, like, perspective. I don't see that there's good or bad, but there's poisonous ones, there's ones that can help us see beyond this physical reality, and there's ones that like reishi mushrooms reishi mushrooms are in superfoods in tonics they're they help stimulate brain activity they help you freaking expand your consciousness and your well-being like 
What? And then they communicate with each other? Guys, I just, I don't know. This is too much for me. What do you guys think? I would love to hear your perspective on this. Are mushrooms aliens? What is it? What do you feel? What have you learned? What have you experienced personally? Either eating mushrooms or seeing mushrooms or studying mushrooms. Maybe you study mycology, who knows? But if you do, please reach out to me. My email is Natalia Lee at thewritingsofnatalia.com. That's Natalia, N-A-T-A-L-I-A, Lee, L-E-E, at thewritingsofnatalia.com. If you have a whole freaking report to give to me, I would love it, and I would love to discuss it, and I would love to even have you on the podcast so we can talk about it, okay? If you don't want to email me, you can DM me on Instagram. Again, it's Natalia of Earth, or the writings of Natalia. There are many ways you can contact me. There's also a contact page called Ask on thewritingsofnatalia.com. So you can just ask, type in your question or comment, whatever, and then it gets sent to me, okay? So... I would love to talk about this. I would love to hear your theories about this and hear more about what you have to say on this topic of mushrooms. So, again, thank you guys so much for spending time with me a bit today and talking about this topic. Maybe it has strengthen your curiosity on mushrooms and maybe you'll start looking into it and maybe you'll find out something that I don't know or I didn't mention and I would love to hear it so please send in your comments and questions I would love to talk more about this and again thank you so much for joining me guys I wish you a wonderful week I wish you success and abundance and I hope you achieve anything that you aim to achieve because remember you are the creator of your own personal reality and well, you're a co-creator, I want to say. And you have a lot of chances to do the things that you want to do and the ability to do the things that you want to do. So seize that opportunity. Do what you want to do. Freaking rule the world if you have to. And I love you so much. Thank you again. Check me out on Instagram. Check out the writings of Natalia.com. It's a super sick website where something will help open your mind about anything. And I will talk to you next week. Peace. Om. This episode has been brought to you by the writings of Natalia.com. Jai Ma.